0: I think a great awakening is happening, but it can come not too soon for my taste. I'm going to be talking about that on today's episode of Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Thanks for joining me today. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today, giving Bob Bierman a much needed rest of his voice. Well, I want to thank all the folks that have contacted me. I really do appreciate it. I want you to know that I try my best to do my best every time, every time I come to this microphone, and I really do appreciate the comments and the well wishes. I really do appreciate that. Well, I was going to do a show about a great awakening that I do feel is happening, but is it going to happen soon enough? That wasn't going to be what I was going to talk about, but... As I do my research and see the world events, things are moving really fast. There was a radio personality back in the 1980s and 90s. His name was Art Bell. And he had a huge audience. And Art Bell called it the quickening. And the quickening just means that the world just keeps moving faster and faster. It's like a snowball heading downhill. And I really do believe he was onto something. And so I'm going to borrow this from Art Bell that we are living in the quickening and it seems that people are waking up but are we going to wake up soon enough things are really scary out there you know we got hit with a fake pandemic and then and then bill gates says well you ain't seen nothing yet wait till the next one and then klaus schwab comes out and says you will own nothing and be happy and eat the We have absolutely insane people that have been given power from who? Not from me and not from you and not from any elected government, but we have a bona fide group of crazies. They're just as crazy as Nero. I can just imagine that if Nero was alive today, he'd have his fiddle out. He'd be ready to start playing. These people are trying to destroy the Western world. Look at Canada look at the United States, look at the UK, look at Australia, New Zealand, look at all of Europe. The decay is just rampant. And we have all these drugs that are now hitting the streets that are extremely lethal. And they're lacing the drugs with basically animal tranquilizer. In some areas in Philadelphia, it's just horrid. It's like a zombie apocalypse. And what makes it even scarier is that at the injection points, these people are getting infected, and they have big old gaping wounds on them. And by and large, it's going to cause amputations. And I just got through looking at Michael Snyder's site, which is the most important news.com, and I watched a video of young people in their twenties, and none of them are going to see their thirtieth birthday. Not one of them. These people are starving to death. And they're simply just rotting to death on the street. It's absolutely sickening to see. And yet, Philadelphia is where they really helped steal the election for 2020. They don't care about people. They care about power. And look at what they did to East Palestine, Ohio. Not only that, but the smoke from that, or the chemicals, if you want to call it chemical fallout is invading canada all of the east of the united states there's a really good chance that all the seafood in the gulf of mexico is going to be contaminated because of the negligence and well maybe i shouldn't say negligence because after reading the responses and watching the almost gleeful looks on some of these people that are saying everything's going to be fine makes me think that there is really something super nefarious going on. And then you look at all the chemical attacks that we're having with more derailments and more chemicals that are burning. And then you look at the food production facilities and they're burning. And you look at what they've done to Dole. They've shut them down with cyber attacks. And we have the biggest group of imbeciles I've ever seen in my life that have power. This Victoria Newland is a warmonger, and she's going to make sure that nuclear bombs do fall on the United States. And this Anthony Blinken, what an idiot. We could not find two more stupid people. Well, I guess Joe Biden, he's the head stupid. But we have all these stupid people that I wish they were just stupid, but they're also evil and they're insane. And. Our great awakening has to happen and has to happen now. Now, I know it is happening very slowly, but you know, there's a new flu. Well, it's actually an old flu, it's the bird flu or avian flu. It's H5N1. And over the past 20 years or so, there's been like a thousand confirmed cases of people catching this bird flu. And right now, it seems like that it's quickening It seems like the H, H5N1 strain is now starting spread from human to human and it's in Asia right now actually in Cambodia but right now 50% of the people that get this flu die so it's got 50% fatality rate going and I'm going to tell you where they've traced this how it's jumping and you tell me If you think this is normal, it's jumping from birds to mammals. But the mammals it's jumping to are fox, bears, mink, whales, and seals. Now, I know that viruses can jump from time to time, but jump from a bird to a fox? Maybe. From a bird to a bear? Maybe. To a mink, Maybe. But to a whale? No way. You might say, well, what about a seagull? While that might be a remote possibility, I think it's extremely unlikely, and in seals, same way. I think seal is more likely to catch something than a whale. But now it's jumping to humans. And so, there's all sorts of things going on in these biolabs, and I think that's the main problem with standing up for Ukraine. We have to save Ukraine because we have to save our biolabs. We have insane people everywhere, and we have to wake up to the fact, and we have to wake up today, like right now, because if this is true, that it's going from birds to mammals, and the mammals include whales and people, You can't tell me that that's naturally spreading, because if a virus mutates, it might mutate to a certain classification of mammal, but not across the board and not whales. And so there's something happening there that's absolutely evil. And remember, Bill Gates has the money to get this done, and he also said, oh, wait for the next one. If you thought this one was bad, this next one's going to be really good. (laughs) What an evil creep. I have to say this in all candidness. Why are these people still walking among us? They should be incarcerated. You know, all of us, we just want to live our lives. That's all we want to do. Some of us have children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And what about them? You know, I'm old enough that I've had a good life. But what about my children and my grandchildren? I am extremely angry over this because we have a bunch of people that are unelected, that have no capacity to actually think. Oh, they think they're smart. They think they're the smartest people in the world. But have you ever noticed that how the smartest people in the world generally are the dumbest? But their dumbness isn't what has me worried, it's their evilness. And so while I see a great awakening, Every day, more people are starting to acknowledge this so called vaccine, which is a death jab, is killing people. There are people that have been injected that immediately go into some sort of a side effect, and they're starting to finally wake up to the fact that they have been poisoned by the medical profession and by the government and by the powers that be. They've been poisoned. And we've all seen the videos of the cops. Especially in Australia, beaten people half to death for walking their dog out in their yard. We've seen people arrested in the UK for making a Facebook post saying that they didn't agree with what was going on with the COVID protocols. I've seen people in third world countries that were chased down by people in white coats and given this death jab against their will. We're living in a we're living in a scientific we're living in a sci fi nightmare. Absolutely a sci-fi nightmare. And these people are not going to stop until they are stopped. I'm not advocating violence of any kind, but I happen to feel that these people are trying to kill you and they're trying to kill me. I think we have the right to self-defense. I honestly do. You know, I'm a real peaceable guy. I'm not the type of a guy that gets very angry. And when I do, I can usually control it and get myself back to an even temper really quick. But I have to tell you that all of my research is making me so furious that none of this has to happen. All of this is just the whim of people that have way too much money and way too much time and way too little intelligence. If these people would use their money for good, then think of all the things that we could accomplish. But no, they have to tear it down so they can build it back better. Better for who? Better for them. It's time that people like Joe Biden and his entire cabinet was put into the ash heap of history. They need to go. They need to all resign. They need to go. They're inept, they're incapable, but they're doing the job that they were put there to do, and that's to destroy the entire Western culture, do you realize that Russia and China have both hinted very strongly, and China even more so than Russia, that the exportation of what the Western culture is now exporting is going to end up alienating the entire Western culture, and we are going to be basically treated like lepers. And if we keep trying to spread our cultural rot, Russia and China have both very strongly suggested that they're going to do something about it. You no, know, you hear about ancient Israel and how God used different kingdoms to go in and punish Israel for their disobedience to him. And I'm going to tell you right now that the way we're flaunting this LBGBQBDB whatever the heck it is today, the way we're pushing that, the way we're pushing mutilating children the way we're pushing pedophilia the way we're pushing all this corruption from hollywood the way we're pushing all of this is going to get us all killed so the next time you see someone with their rainbow flag you know that that group of people maybe not that person in particular but that group of people is being noticed by other countries that say not in my country and they're going to do whatever it takes to keep those kind of people Out of their country, and these people mean what they say, and so we can sit there and celebrate gay rights, and we can celebrate this and celebrate that, but we have to know that we're putting ourselves into basically a leper colony. It won't be very long before the rest of the world will have nothing to do with the Western culture, and I can't say I blame them. The United States has used its money as a power tool for generations and Vladimir Putin just came out and said that they're going away from the dollar and he's unplugging from the World Bank well that lets you know that there will be a world war because all wars are bankers wars and Putin just came out and basically declared war on the western banks and I don't blame him because they declared war on him first but as soon as the dollar is replaced is the world's currency, which it's going to be. As soon as that's replaced, then the United States can no longer buy the votes at the UN. They could no longer just push everyone around and get away with it because they threaten people with withholding that almighty foreign aid. You come against us, we won't give you any more money. Well, if our money's worthless, nobody's gonna want it. Where's that gonna leave the United States? Not in a good place. And so as a country, if we're talking our government, it is broken beyond repair. Totally. And if the founding fathers were alive today, this government would have been replaced. And you might say, well, those are pretty strong words. Well, yes, they are. But the founding fathers told us that we're to throw off a tyrannical government. And that's exactly what we have. And let's not make any mistake about it. Our government was taken away from we the people. We had a coup. We've been taken over. And the people that have taken over are your Blankens and your Newlands and your Bidens and your Obamas and all of these leftists that are satanic and all of their handlers, your George Soroses and your Klaus Schwabs. And they hire little Igor minions like Anthony Fauci. You know, as I name these names, what I'd love to see is a wanted poster and have every one of these people as the world's most wanted criminals, Bill Gates and all the people that helped with all the gain-of-function research, all the scientists, all the doctors that knew they were harming their patients but gave them this death jab. So we have to wake up. Like I say, this show was going to be about the awakening, but now it's more about We better be awake. Because the more we wait, the stronger the other side gets. Do you realize how many people are dying in the United States from drug overdoses? Over the past 25 years or so, we've lost over 1 million. Yes, 1 million people have died from drug overdoses in the United States of America. Now, you tell me that our people are not under attack. You might say, well, they're drug addicts. They weren't born drug addicts. They were somebody's child at one time. And they were indoctrinated into all sorts of things. And the drug culture was extremely glorified in the 60s and 70s and 80s, still being glorified. And now they're glorifying harming children. Can't you see the pattern? This pattern is getting worse and worse and worse. And I heard a news clip and I believe it was InfoWars, was playing a news clip, and I don't know anything about this meeting, who they were, who this person was. And so I'm not saying this is a profound thing that a big organization said this, but it was said at one of their meetings where one of the people attending said, well, since we're going to have all of these dead babies, should they go to waste or can we eat them? And he was serious. You know, if Jeffrey Dahmer was alive today, You know that he would be in the federal government in a very high position in the cabinet? Maybe not literally, but his spirit is. He was a cannibal. He was a homosexual. He was a predator. He was evil. And it was all that evil into one person. Well, that evil, that evil spirit, or should I say spirits that he had, well, they're just spread out among the entire Biden administration, and unfortunately, across a lot of people in this country and this whole world. And I am happy to see people waking up. I am really happy to see that. But it takes a very cold slap in the face to wake them up, that they get diagnosed with myocarditis or they get diagnosed with some sort of sudden cancer, that the doctors are amazed. How did that cancer get there? What caused it? And then you have all the morticians that have been trying desperately to tell people that the people that they are embalming are full of blood clots. Do you realize that there are people in the undertaking business that have lost their license? You've had people that are coroners that have lost their license because they have came out and told the truth. Now, who hates the truth more than anybody? Hmm. who would that be? Oh, Satan. Yeah, that guy. So all of this is extremely satanic and we have to wake people up. Now I'm going to go against something that I said, oh, six months ago or so where I said, well, maybe it's time that we started concentrating on the people who are awake and get them prepared. And the ones that are totally hopeless, we just have to walk away. While I still understand the spirit of what I was saying, I have to say that we need to revisit that, and we need to give these people one more chance to wake them up, because we need more numbers. I'm figuring about 5% of the people are awake, and when I talk to someone who's awake, we find out that we're kindred spirits really fast. We're the ones that are like the watchmen on the wall. We're telling everyone, danger, danger. And they're not listening. And the Bible clearly states that those who don't listen to the watchman, who blows the horn and tells people about the danger, that if the danger befalls them, then it's on their head. But I think we need to reach out to everyone we can and see if we can get a few more people to wake up. Because if we can't wake people up, this world is unsustainable right now. Unless the power of God would come down and change people's hearts. That's what it's going to take. But the evil people have got control. And they're people that are simple-minded. I don't know what they are. They they just want to be controlled. They want to be part of what they think is the winning team. And so they just join Satan and his minions just left and right. And maybe it's the thought that they can get away with anything. Maybe it's the thought that they won't have their sins exposed because if these people had power, there'd nothing would be a sin. The only thing sacred to these people are themselves. It's sickening folks. And so the great awakening has to happen. And I'm going to redouble my efforts. I know that every time I do, people roll their eyes. And, and like I said, a few weeks ago, I'm kind of becoming that guy that walks into the room. Oh, no, not him. He's going to come. Tell us the sky is falling. And I'm not telling anyone any lies. I'm telling them the truth. I'm telling them the things that the mainstream media and all those other minions are not telling them. And I'm not telling them because I hate them and I want to scare them. I'm telling them because I care. I care for my fellow man. As I sit out here on the ranch, I'm pretty safe. And so I can use my relative safety to try to encourage others and to try to be a beacon and to try to do what I can to help others that are not so fortunate. Now, I will say that I live several miles away from the world's biggest railroad hump yard. And what I mean by hump yard is they have a big hill and they roll all the cars up on the hill. And then as they go down the hill, they have all these tracks with different switches, it's a switch yard and it's on the Union Pacific line. I would say that every train that goes through the center of the United States, whether it's going to New York or California or anywhere in between, that train was actually assembled as far as all the cars put together were assembled several miles from my house. And so if we do get into a war, it's not beyond possibility that that could be a target. So how safe am I? I don't know. But there's also a dam about 40 miles up the river that if they hit that dam, that would take care of this whole area, including the railroad. So I don't know. I'm just not going to live in fear. That's for sure. But as far as society, I live in a good place. I don't have to watch over my shoulder. Now the world that Klaus Schwab and Hillary Clinton and Bill Gates and all these Obamaites and all these people. The world they want is them having all the resources, them having all the control, and them being able to basically farm us, use us for whatever they want to use us for, whether it be for their personal pleasure or possibly their food. I don't know. These people are that evil. I know they want to sacrifice all the babies to their God. I would imagine Moloch, Satan, that's who they worship. But do you really want to live in the world that they want to create for you? Well, I don't. Does that mean that I want to give up? No way. That means I'm gonna fight harder. I'm gonna fight these people with every breath in my body because what they're doing is wrong. And it really just comes down to something simple that you learn when you're a very small child. The difference between right and wrong. And these people are evil, and they're wrong. And the people that just want to raise their children and live a good life, they're on the side of right. And I stand up for all of the people that just want to be left alone. The people that just want to raise their children and have possibility of having a family, and also a family tree. Do you realize that if these people get total control, your family tree ends possibly with you? it'll definitely end within a generation or two. And so again, as I said, that we should probably just concentrate on the ones that are awake. I think I'm gonna back away from that and say one more time, we need to wake people up. We need to wake them up fast. And I'll be back on the other side of the break. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman.
1: Transporting the Miracles. Coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is Jonathan Khan, the nice Jewish boy, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. We're receiving a special free gift you're going to get in a moment. Well, we all read of the Bethlehem account and it's beautiful and it all happens. But you know what Mary did or Miriam, her real name? She didn't leave the glory behind in Bethlehem. She didn't leave the miracle in Bethlehem. She didn't leave the reality there or the wonder. She brought it with her out of Bethlehem. She brought the miracle to Egypt and then out of Egypt. She transported it across the borders. She was carrying a miracle. She brought the miracle into Nazareth because the miracle wasn't about a place or a circumstance or a day or a situation, even Bethlehem. It was deeper. She took it with her. It says that Mary treasured these things in her heart. She took it as a treasure in her heart. So, and then, and then she went with it. We got to. We have to do the same thing. You see, the miracle is not about having a high experience with God or a moment or a situation. Miracle is greater than any high or circumstance. The miracle is Him, His presence. That's not just something for a moment, that's, that's something that's not dependent on anything else. The miracle is what you carry. It's what, it's what you take from your time with the Lord, with your experience of the Lord. You take it from the worship service. You take it home with you. You see, if the miracle is just an experience, it's not going to change your life. Miracle changes your life. It's when you apply the miracle to your everyday life. That's when it becomes a miracle life. For Joseph and Mary, the angels, the shepherds, they all left. They stopped. The thing was over. Now they didn't have the experience anymore. They had the reality of the miracle. You see, that's it. So with you too, become a transporter of miracles. Take the miracle home. Take it everywhere. Don't leave home without it. The miracle will transform every situation in your life and your life will become at all times a miracle. Want more, ask for the Miracle Keepers on CD. Now the free gifts for you. The most awesome Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. Amazing stuff. And it's yours free and something better than a million dollars. Vitamins for your spirit to help you have a strong and victorious life with the Lord. Sapphires. Free gift subscription. How do you get this all free? Easy. Just write down Jesus' real Hebrew name. That's Yeshua. And you call it. Call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed but call Now, 1 800 YES HUA1. The harvest is great, the laborers are few. I invite you to join me in the harvest. You don't need a plow, just an open heart and a pen. You can reach the unreached peoples of the world now. Just call 1 800 Yeshua1. You will be blessed. That's 1 800. You can blanket the earth with salvation through shortwave radio. 1 800 Yeshua1. Or write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. That's Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Until next time, this is Jonathan Cahn saying peace be to you. Shalom in Messiah, the miracle son of God.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to the second half of Truth to Ponder. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And my topic today was going to be about the great awakening that I see that's happening. And it's kind of turned into, it better be a great awakening or else. And so I'm going to try to steer this more towards the great awakening that I see. And as I try to keep things positive and heading in the right direction, I do know that later on I'm going to be breaking off to some other things that are on my mind. But I really think that there is an awakening taking place. If I didn't think that, then I wouldn't be near so encouraged. Now, there are a lot of people that are on the fence. But I wonder how many people out there are actually more awake than we know of, but they're just too scared to voice their opinion. The world we're living in right now is draconian. It's surrealistic. And a lot of people just don't know exactly what to do. And so a lot of people, unfortunately, when they don't know what to do, they do nothing. But that doesn't mean that their hearts and minds aren't with us meaning the people who are awake. But I really think that we're coming to a time very soon that all the people who are awake are going to have to either take whatever is dished out to them by this new world order, or they're going to have to stand up and be counted. I, for one, know exactly what I'm going to do, and I know there's an awful lot of other people who are awake that feel the same way I do, that we all have to do what we can to change the outcome to where the evil doesn't triumph. Well, I know that since the fall of Adam and Eve, there's been evil in the world. I, I understand all of that. But this amount of evil and the brashness of this evil and the flaunting that these people are doing just boggles your mind. So maybe that's one thing we can do to help people wake up is to use the absurdity of some of the things that they're telling us. Now, here's a good example. The big catastrophe in East Palestine, Ohio, has really affected the whole area. And in West Virginia, they had a white powder that was falling, what was actually looked like snowflakes. But it was kind of like, I would say, a medium-sized snowstorm, but instead of snow, it was flakes. And when these flakes hit their cars or their yard or their house or wherever it hit, it would kind of break into a powder. And it also had a very strong chemical odor. Well, what do you think, in a real world, you would have the authorities show up and say, yes, this is fallout from this big cloud of chemical fire that was floating through the atmosphere. And it's starting to settle down. Just like when Mount St. Helens, when it erupted, that was in Washington State. And I'm in central Nebraska, and I remember having volcanic dust on my car. I understand how that works, because that volcano really threw the ash way high. But instead of our government watching out for you and me and the good people of West Virginia, what did it do? It brought out the National Weather Service to post some videos of a dust storm that was going on in New Mexico. And they said that it was dust from New Mexico that was falling on the mountains of West Virginia. Now that is about as absurd as you can get. Now Mount St. Helens threw ash for thousands of miles. Just because of the sheer power and the magnitude of that whole explosion when that mountain exploded, there was a lot of energy that pushed that ash really high up in the air. But a dust storm on the ground? Yeah, I've seen dust storms go up several hundred feet. I've seen it. And they're ugly little things. But they don't travel all the way across the United States. And so they're trying to say that in two days, a dust storm in New Mexico was dropping what looked like snowflakes on West Virginia. And that is what they officially have told people. Now, do you believe that? I don't. And it's things like this that we can wake people up. The people of West Virginia who were asleep, now maybe they're going to wake up to the fact that, yes, you are under assault just like the good people of East Palestine, Ohio. And there has been several people that have been coughing up blood, and there's an awful lot of really bad health things. And now they're starting to say that there's thousands of animals that died within like a 10-mile radius of this spill. And so begrudgingly, the powers that be, starting to admit the atrocity that they pulled off by lighting down on fire, was very detrimental. But where are all the environmental groups? Where are the people on the streets? Where are the people saying, no more chemicals hauled on dangerous chemicals on railroad tracks? Where are those people? Well, they're not there because this doesn't fit the narrative. Plus, now I never watched this show called, I think, The View. I've heard of it several times. And what I've seen of a clip here and there, the people on there are just insane. But I watched a clip... One of these people, I'm not going to call her a lady because she has to earn that title, and I don't think she has earned it with me, but they were saying that it was the town people's fault that that train derailed there. They were blaming the citizens of East Palestine for that chemical, horrible disaster. And so the people on the left are totally unhinged, and every time they do something that's totally unhinged, We have to find some of those people that are, let's say, on the fence and say, do you want to side with this? Do you want to side with these people that they're obviously insane or they're obviously punitive against people? They don't like small town America. They don't like, oh, and the reason that they said that it was a townspeople's fault is because because the western part of Pennsylvania voted for Donald Trump. I kid you not. That's what she said. So we have to take things like that and use that to help wake people up. Instead of just saying, oh, they're crazy and shutting them off, we need to capture their words and capture their videos. We need to show people that and say, here's this person that is trying to tell you how to live. They're telling you that it's your fault that the planet is being destroyed because of climate change and pollution. But yet when something like this happens on the railroad, Now, where are these people that say capitalism is horrible and it was because of capitalism? No, they're not out there either. It's because they never let a crisis go to waste. And this crisis, whether they caused it or not, I'm still on the fence myself. I tend to believe that they did by their response, but I have no proof. But anyway, what I'm getting at is that these people are using everything in their power to come against the common people. And they will side with anybody. They'll do anything to further their goals. These people have no morals. They have no compass. They have no cornerstone. And I think that a pushback against these people would be very successful because they have no cornerstone. Now, I've just read that Walt Disney is in lots of trouble. Their corporation is in lots of trouble because all of their woke movies and The things that they are showing to kids and also adults is failing. They're losing money. But in my research, I watched something off the Disney Children's Network, I think they call it, and it was a cartoon, and it was all about how white people are bad and that slaves built this country, that white people did nothing to build this country. It was all done on the backs of slaves. And I would like them to come tell my great-grandparents that as they homesteaded. But anyway, they were saying that everyone, that every place in the United States was built from slaves, including the northern states like Minnesota and North Dakota and all the other states, were all built on the backs of black slaves. And that's what Walt Disney is calling entertainment. It was very visceral. It was very ugly. It was very much inappropriate. And it was right out of that 1619 nonsense that they're trying to teach the kids. So that's another thing we can use to wake people up. And when you look at all of the crime and the drugs and the open border and the senile pretender that we have in the White House, we have a lot of ammunition out here to wake people up. But it's just the mere fact that some people may not want to wake up. But we're going to try our best. And like I say, I'm going to be kind of wandering from subject to subject the rest of this show. But I wanted to touch on this great awakening. I hope it happens, and it needs to happen with us. And I want to let everybody know that as I give you this information, don't despair. The Bible says fear not. So don't be afraid. Just arm yourself with the full armor of God. And be ready to walk forward. That's what we're going to have to do. We can't quit. Because quitters never win. Winners never quit. I know that in the end, Satan fails. And with the blood of Jesus, we're already victorious. And so we need to have our mindset right. That we are victorious. And we're not going to quit fighting these people. Now, I know that we wrestle against spirit, but Anthony Fauci is not a spirit, neither is Bill and Hillary Clinton or the Obamas or the Bidens or any of these other evil people, the Bill Gateses. And so we do have some physical that we are up against. And so let's join the battle. Let's oppose them. Let's oppose them very loud, very clear, very concise. Nobody elected these people. Nobody likes these people. Nobody wants these people in charge of anything. Do you realize that Anthony Blinken and Victoria Nuland, just those two people alone, could start a nuclear war? Do you realize that Joe Biden is so inept and so corrupt and so senile and so evil that I could imagine that he would love to have a bunker somewhere so he could watch the destruction, knowing that he's going to go down in history as being president over this. The guy is an absolute disgrace to humanity. And the people that are in his cabinet are a disgrace to humanity. They're just a stain. They're a stain on the whole history of mankind. They're going to go down in the history books and people are going to spit their name like they spit the name of Hitler like they spit the name of Mao, like they spit the name of Genghis Khan. These people are truly evil. And they have more power than these other people that I talked about because they have the power to start a nuclear holocaust that will make all the other wars that have ever been fought look like child's play. These people know that. They love that power. They probably look at themselves in the mirror every night and grin. Back in the good old days, these people would be institutionalized. And that's what needs to happen to them. They need to have free room and board for the rest of their life. Locked away, safe, so they can't harm anyone else. But I see people all over the world are starting to unite. And they're starting to protest again. Now, we all know that what January 6th was, was trying to scare everyone into not voicing your opinion. And do you realize that when people get together and talk, even at a coffee shop, people feel like there's someone watching them, like someone's taking notes like they have a Gestapo or the KGB? Do you realize that that's the kind of country we live in right now where people are afraid to use their God-given First Amendment rights for fear that they will lose their job? or lose their children or lose their freedom or possibly lose their life. And then we have all these willing minions that are basically roaming the streets looking for anything to offend them. And if something offends them, then they have to go and be bullies and push people around and try to hurt you. And, and they confront people on the street. And they're the equivalent of the Nazi brown shirts And what's really sad about it is that these people are recruited spiritually through the spirit of Antichrist, but these people willingly volunteer to go out and be rabble rousers and try to impugn anyone that tries to stand up for freedom. They don't realize that the people that are standing up for freedom are standing up for these idiots as well, because we're standing up for freedom for all, not just for one group. Whereas these people only Want to stand up for one group. Totally different type of a scenario. But I am seeing some people that are starting to protest. And I'm finally seeing a few people in the medical profession that are trying to live up to their Hippocratic oath. And we do have some people that are whistleblowers. And James O'Keefe has been so influential and so effective. And of course, he started an organization called Project Veritas. And the board of directors just fired him. Why did they fire him? Because of money. That whole board was likely bought off by Pfizer. Because who did James O'Keefe just expose? Pfizer. Well, these people are not understanding something. James O'Keefe started that project. And so Project Veritas is James O'Keefe. And so without James O'Keefe... Who knows what they're going to do? They might start putting out all sorts of misinformation to try to discredit the things that James O'Keefe has done through his entire career. But they're forgetting that James O'Keefe is not a quitter. And so I look forward to his next project. And I hope he keeps the next one closer to the vest and doesn't bring in outsiders. But we're going to have to rally around people like James O'Keefe because he is actually risking his life doing what he's doing. You may not realize it. But people hate him, and he doesn't have all this high-powered security that other people have. He's just a journalist. That's all he is. And I'm sure he's getting very good at watching his back, but I think he's going to have to. But I see the people in the UK are finally starting to see that they are immigrants that are coming through that are raping their girls and attacking their people on the street. And they're letting them in just if they say they want to come in. They don't even have to prove who they are or where they're from. They're given a questionnaire that they're supposed to fill out within a few weeks. And, of course, you know they'll have somebody that knows how to fill those papers out and say the right things. And so they're getting into the U.K. to be able to live there. They're going to have asylum. They're getting there just easily. And once they're in the U.K., they're doing everything in their power to bring that whole society down. And while I don't like the migrants coming and doing that, it's the leadership of the UK that's allowing it to happen. You have to understand that in the entire Western world anyway, all of these leaders answer to the World Bank, answer to Tosh Fubb and Bill Gates and all these other evil people. And I'm going to go on a rabbit trail just for a second. Elon Musk seems to be a good guy. That's how they're trying to portray him. But I've never fully trusted him. And now that I see what he's doing, I trust him even less. And so in my opinion, and I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think Elon Musk is a Trojan horse. So don't put a lot of stock in what he's doing. Now, some of the things he's doing on the outside look pretty good. So I'll give him some credit for that but I have to question his motives because he's one of them. He really is. And he's also one of these people that wants to push this artificial intelligence and this merging of humans and machines. So he's just as insane as the others. He just might be a little smarter than the others, being able to do it while he portrays himself as the good guy. Kind of sounds like he deals in the spirit of Antichrist. And so I'm just going to say keep your eyes on him and don't trust him. If he does some good, well, give him his due. But don't pin your hopes on him. In the same way with the Republicans, don't pin your hopes on any of them. What a group of spineless cowards. It's going to be up to us who are now awake to rebuild the world that these evil people are destroying. And don't think that they're going to destroy it. They are destroying it right in front of our eyes. East Palestine, Ohio. Think about what happened there. Think about all of the things that are burning down, all of the production facilities. Think of all the human trafficking and all the drugs. We are being destroyed right in front of our face. And I, for one, am doing what I can about it. And that's what I'm doing right here is I'm trying to wake people up. I'm trying to be some sort of a Paul Revere. And we're all going to have to do that to wake everybody up. And I really feel bad that several months ago I said, well, if we can't wake them up, it's time to move on. Maybe at that time I was right, but now I'm regretting that. But I also know how hard it is to wake people up. And for every one person you wake up, you'll have a hundred people that'll look at you like you're crazy. Well, I would rather wake up the one person and have the 99 think I'm crazy because at least I woke somebody up. And from the communication that I'm getting back from the listeners, not only on this show but on my show, I know that there's a group of dedicated people out there that see what's going on, but they're just as frustrated as I am. They don't know what to do about it. They see it, it's right in front of their face. And then they have neighbors and family members that don't see it. It's like these chemtrails. I pointed out to someone about the chemtrails and it was uh really obvious because It was at the Mexican border, and as these airlines went over the border, their chemtrails stopped. So they had this nice, fat, big old chemical cloud up there, and make no mistake, it's an attack on us. But once they hit that border, it vanished. They just stopped. And at first, I thought, hmm, that's kind of odd. Maybe they ran out of their chemicals they were spraying. Until the next jet came by about five minutes later, it did the same thing. Then I thought, okay, I'm seeing a pattern here. The third one did the same thing. And so I was with the person that was a chemtrail denier. I said, look up there. See that, how that stops right there? I said, they're spraying that and they're just shutting the nozzle off. And my friend said, no, that's just atmospheric conditions. Those are contrails. And I said, you see it with your own eyes. I said, it's turning into a quasi cloud. I said, contrails don't cause clouds and my friend said oh yes they can and didn't want to talk about it anymore and so i know the opposition you're going to get because believe me i've got it and i thank god for truth to ponder and hosts like bob Bierman who are awake and bob is doing his best on the spiritual end to try to prepare us spiritually for what's happening and what will come And I think that we need to get together in prayer and we need to pray for this entire world. We need to pray for the great awakening. I know people are a lot more awake as a society than they were a year ago. And in another year or two, I think that we'll have probably 10 or 15% will be awake. But we don't have a year or two. I don't know how long it's going to be before the missiles start flying over the Ukraine-Russia conflict. But I don't think it's going to be very long before that happens. I know that we don't have two years, that's for sure. So in a nutshell, the decay is happening at a just tremendous rate. As a matter of fact, there's been so much decay that it's going to take us probably a generation right now. If we could stop everything right now, it would take at least a generation to take care of the problems, to fix all the problems that these insane people have administered that these people have created because they've created so many problems in so many ways. Look at all the professions that have been totally ruined because of wokeness and because of all this insanity. And as I look at other people who are awake that are creating content such as videos and also radio shows and that kind of thing, it really does my heart good to see that we have some very good, competent people that are involved in the fight. People like Stu Peters, who is doing everything in his power to try to save mankind from this evil shot that has been given people. He's really trying to expose it, and he's trying to come up with ways that we can counteract the spike protein. And he has all sorts of good guests on. And and so my hat is off to Stu Peters and also Tucker Carlson, who I'm not quite on the bandwagon with him yet, but I do understand he's doing some good. And the biggest name that's doing some good that has had a horrific PSYOP put against his reputation for years, and that's Alex Jones. Now, a lot of people, they roll their eyes and say, Alex Jones? Well, you've been programmed to think that about Alex Jones. Because if you would watch his program or listen to his radio show, you would know that, yes, he's a crude kind of a guy. But I think his heart's in the right place, and he's definitely not working for the enemy. He's definitely not a Trojan horse. And then his younger companions that are on Infowars that have the American Journal and also the War Room, they're very good shows as well. They're wide awake. And if you want to look at people being awake, go to BitChute and watch the videos there or RoxyTube or HugeTube, U-G-E-T-U-B-E, HugeTube. And there's a few videos on Rumble. But Rumble is one of those that kind of follows the money. And so I don't really do much with Rumble, but I know that BitChute and the others that I mentioned are full of patriots that are trying to wake people up. And there is a great awakening out there. And I do believe some of those that roll their eyes really know deep down in their heart that we are telling them the truth and possibly we can reach them. Now, I don't know what the future holds. I do know that we need to be in prayer. We need to stay vigilant. We need to stay passionate about our worship of God and and our passion towards helping humanity through this horrible, horrible time we're living through. And since our children seem to be the focal point of a lot of the evil, that they're trying to brainwash our kids and they're trying to basically steal our children away from us, that we need to redouble our efforts to try to wake children up. Because children understand very simple things. They understand that killing people is wrong. They understand that tricking people and lying to them is wrong. And we need to point out that we have evil people in this world right now that are using them to further their own political agenda. And if you think this world is a bad place now, wait till all these 10 to 15-year-olds grow up and be to the age where they have power. The Western world is not going to be worth living in. It barely is right now with all the punitive taxes and everything that the government is trying to do. And the whole mindset of this country, as far as the political leaders, is so foreign to me. There's not one of these people that could hold office several generations ago because they're unfit. It's obvious they're unfit. It's also obvious that they're traitors. And it's also obvious that they're puppets for a one world government cabal but I think each and every one of us needs to pick one or two people that possibly we can reach and try to wake them up. Because if we can get that 5% who are awake, if we can get that to 6%, 7 or even higher, that's going to really help because we're going to need all the allies that we can get because we have all this opposition. It's well funded and they could buy about anybody to say anything at any time. They have money from places like Pfizer and Bill Gates and all these other entities that really want to destroy mankind and also destroy the world as it is right now. And I don't mind seeing change. I'm not anti-change. But change has to be for the positive and for the good. It can't be just because they want to change things. And I do believe that the opposition, the Satanists, everything they're doing is built on a lie. Of course, because it comes from Satan. But everything is built on a lie. And so that's like building on sand. And so they truly have no foundation to lean on. And if enough of us are awake and also active, I do believe that we can topple their house of cards built on their foundation of sand. But I know that if we don't try, that won't happen. And so we must try. Well, I hope that you got something from this broadcast today. I always enjoy coming and broadcasting on Truth to Ponder. And I want to say a special thank you to Bob Behrman for all he's done for me. I know that I do quite a bit for him, but it's very much mutual. Because Bob Behrman helps me with my radio projects on WRMI. And I'm extremely grateful for that. And Bob Behrman's a good man. And we need to have more people like Bob Beerman stand up. We need to have more pastors we need to have more people that are in the ministry to understand that we are in quite a battle right now and i do see some of the ministries that seem to be going through the motions that they're acting like everything is just normal nothing to see here well avoid those kind of organizations because they're either bought off or they're dumb or they're blind or something And I'm not saying go out and join a bunch of organizations or churches. I'm just saying that whatever we do, we have to ally ourselves with truth and with passion. Just knowing something is wrong is much different than knowing it's wrong and trying to fix it. And so if you're one of those that know everything's wrong but you're not trying to fix it, well, please join us in the fight. We need you. We need you very badly. And I would ask that everyone consider donating to Truth to Ponder, and it's real easy to do. All you have to do is go to the website, which is truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com, and click on the support tab. And when you get to the support tab, it'll lead you through how to donate to Truth to Ponder through the Christian funding site, Give, send, Go. But if you'd like to send it in old school, you could send a check or money order, and you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C H I L H O W I E, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. And your donations are very much appreciated. Well, I really appreciate you listening today. And until next time, everyone be safe, be strong, be prepared, but most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth2andthewordponder.com.